Thank you for listening to the Alex Meadows podcast, where you'll find the faith you need to live in total victory. We would love to connect with you on social media at Rev Alex Meadows. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, here's your host. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Alex Meadows. And again, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It means so much that you're taking time out of your day to listen to me. Time is our most valuable resource. I always tell people, hey, you can steal my money and I'll get it back. But if you steal my time, I can never get it back. That's why time is our most valuable resource. So your time is valuable to me and I'll promise not to waste it. Today, I want to give you nine keys to getting the most out of your day. I want to keep with the same theme I started with last week on building successful habits and kind of keep with the theme on productivity with just everyday simplicity with things we experience in life. So again, nine keys to getting the most out of your day. Joy is the divine reward for discerning the divine purpose of the immediate moment. So every day should be savored. It shouldn't be gulped down. Your life is a glorious gift from God. God gave us today, and really today is all we have. If you listen to last week's podcast, I mentioned a quote like this. Yesterday is in the tomb, tomorrow is in the womb, but today is all we have. So don't rush through the day. Look at every moment and every day you have like a beautiful fountain. Take a deep drink from the sweet waters of what we call the present. You see, today is really the only place you'll ever... When you get to your future, you'll have to rename it, and that new name will be called today. So if you don't know how to enjoy every day, especially today, you probably won't enjoy many days in your future because happiness and the joy you experience is always in a place called now. It's not a future destination. Look what Psalm 118.24 says. This is the day which the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. So savor this moment right now because the future, of course, is not guaranteed. One of my favorite passages in Scripture is James chapter 4, specifically verse 14. He says this, Whereas you know not what will be on the morrow, for what is your life? It's even a vapor that appears for a little time and then it vanishes away. So you've got to surrender every day, especially the present, totally to Jesus because tomorrow may be too late. A verse that's often misquoted is 2 Corinthians 6.2. It says this, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. So with today, don't overschedule yourself. Some things may have to get done tomorrow because some things require your quality time. And you can always do them tomorrow with greater excellence. Now, I'm not promoting procrastination here, but I'm saying if you've got too much to do today and you can't give the required task excellence, then put it off till tomorrow so you can give the tasks that are required of today your best effort. What is excellence? Giving and doing your best. So whatever you're doing today, whatever you have scheduled today, do it with all your might. And of course, as scripture says, do it all unto the glory of God. Insist that every moment you have today be a moment of excellence. Whatever you're doing, do it with all your heart. Speak with friendships that you have in your life, relationships, people, coworkers, in the highest level. Give your highest level of attention. Plan thoroughly, but don't plan in a rush. Because I know a lot of people that are rushing from task to task, and they don't necessarily lead productive lives. Busyness is not always a forward and progressive movement. I've been around a lot of people who are in a flurry. 
Their emotional energy is higher than anyone around them, yet nothing ever significant happens or occurs, and they don't operate in a level or spirit of excellence. So be calm. Be gentle. Take a breath. Slow down. Calm and gentle people are not necessarily slow in their productivity. They just, you know, they have it together. Some of the most extraordinary achievers are methodical. They're not in a rush. They're not hurried. And they're thoughtful. Their decisions are significant. Their instructions are clear and defined. Precision marks their steps. Progress is the proof of effectiveness, not just energy. I'm going to say that again. Progress is the proof of effectiveness, not just energy. I heard a quote a while back that one of my managers told me, because I told them I was just so busy I couldn't get certain tasks done. And they said, busyness is a sign of being unorganized. So you're not busy. You're just unorganized. When you get organized, you'll find that you have more time than you know what to do with. You know, I know a lot of people that are quite overscheduled in a way, yet their lives move forward, not in a frenzy, but in significant progress. They get things done and they're effective because they know how to savor the moment. They schedule and plan their days. They don't let their days schedule and plan them. So make a choice today not to rush through the day, not to race through life. Yes, I know scripture says that we are in a race and we ought to run so we may obtain, but every day cannot be rushed. You can't race through every day or you're going to miss the moments of life. Choose to walk and smell the roses of Jesus' presence in what's called the garden of life. You know, in his presence is fullness of joy. In his presence is where pleasures are. So choose to focus on his presence, and it won't lead you to a place of rushing because when you experience his presence, you want to stay there. So here we go. Let me give you nine keys to get the most out of your day. Number one, write out a basic plan for each day. I mentioned just a few moments ago about how some people let their days schedule them. Some people just go with the flow. Just because you're going with the flow doesn't mean you're progressing. Dead fish go with the flow because they're dead. So write out a basic plan for your day and link task to the time you want to do it. You know, I I love the technology we have these days with our smartphones, laptops, computers, softwares, apps. I mean, there is a plethora of tools available at your hand at any given time. So evaluate, prioritize your tasks for the day And always work on those tasks in the order of their reward and benefits back to you. So if you can get something done quickly, get it done quickly. So there's a reward of completion at the fulfillment of the task. Number two, concentrate on the tasks that really produce quality results. Moving decisively with purpose is the opposite of laziness or indifference. So when you see someone move deliberately... It may not necessarily be due to a lack of energy or caring. It's often the opposite. It is totally focusing on doing the job well or doing the job with excellence. Just because someone talks slower, you know, I'm from the South and they accuse us from speaking a little slower than normal. I always tell people my brain is moving just as fast, if not faster than yours. Sometimes it just takes a little bit more to get it out of my mouth. (laughs) So just because someone is moving a little slower doesn't necessarily mean that they're not being careful or operating with excellence. So concentrate on those tasks that really produce quality results. Concentrate on the tasks that you can give 
excellence too. What is excellence? Again, it's giving your best. Number three, always give total attention to the task at hand. The Apostle Paul said this in Philippians 3.13, Brethren and sistren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward unto those things which are before. So for you in your day with this key, give your total attention. Don't look at what's left. Don't look at what is behind you. Don't look at what you're missing, but put what is appropriate before you so you can give your total effort and total attention to what is needing to be accomplished at hand. Number four, as I mentioned and alluded to earlier about drinking deep from the fountain of the Lord and your daily walk with him, number four would be drink deeply from the present moment. Remember, it took you, I don't know how many years to get to where you are. How old are you? That's how long it took you to get you right here, right now. So savor that moment. Stop. Take a look around. Maybe thank God that he's brought you where he's brought you to. You're here and you are where you are for a purpose and a reason for a season. Don't curse where you're at because where you're at is always building to where you want to be. Thank God that he's brought you from where he's brought you from and drink deeply from the present moment. Number five, speaking of scheduling, stay sensitive to the schedule of people around you. When their own duties become burdensome, accommodate them. Either assist people or get out of their way. If you're not helping someone, you're hindering them. Take an inventory of the relationships you have in your life and ask yourself, are they helping or hindering you? Are they moving you forward or backward? Are they moving you closer to the things of God, closer to where you want to be in life, closer to your destiny, God-given call? If they're not, they're hindering you. So stay sensitive to that. And then practically staying sensitive to the schedule of others. If someone doesn't have time, don't force them. If you don't have time, don't feel forced to do anything to try to accommodate someone else's feelings. I'll say that again. Just because someone's feelings are involved with them trying to overschedule you, you can choose to say no. Don't force yourself to accommodate someone else just because you're afraid of hurting their feelings. Number six, slow down your eating. And this is one for me. I'm preaching to the choir here. You know, a lot of times we kind of eat because we have to during the day. You kind of eat uh, because it's maybe an interruption for the day. You know, you get that 12 to 1 lunch break or something like that. You know, slow down. Thank God for his amazing provision in your life. Don't hurry and eat. Even doctors tell you the best way to eat is eat slowly, chewing your food a certain number of times before you swallow. This may be a challenge for you, but enjoy your food. Taste it. If you've ever been on a long fast, you know what I mean by savoring every meal when you have the opportunity. If you've ever gone without, you know what I mean by savoring every meal. There are millions around the world that don't have meals to eat and enjoy and scarf down quickly like we do in America. We are tremendously blessed and I would dare say spoiled when it comes to provision here in this country. So take some time, eat slowly, and before you eat, Say the blessing over it. Ask God's blessing on the food you're about to receive and thank him for his almighty provision in your life. When you do that, I believe it'll help you get the most out of your day. You eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner three times a day where you're thanking the Lord for what he's placed before you. And it will change your attitude about what is placed before you. If it's a meal that you don't necessarily enjoy or like or 
it's something that your wife cooks not so often because you don't enjoy it, it would change your attitude towards it into a mode of thankfulness instead of complaining. Number seven, speaking of complaining, look for qualities you love in others and express your gratitude. Avoid agitation. You know, agitation is a choice because agitation is rooted in a disapproval in someone else based on your own standards instead of maybe what they're able to offer. So when you look for qualities that you enjoy or you love in others, that'll lead to you getting the most out of your day. If your day is spent in agitation because of what someone else is doing, man, what a miserable day and miserable life. Other people's heads are not a place to keep your happiness. Other people's opinions are not a safe place to live in freedom. The fear of man, the Bible says, is a trap, and it's a deadly one at that. So in looking for qualities you love in others, what is it about that person on your job that annoys you so much that you can look a little bit closer into to find something that is a good quality to express gratitude for? There's got to be at least one thing that you're thankful for in the lives of those that God has placed in your life so you don't have to live agitated. Number eight. Look for things to enjoy, not endure. What you look for, you will eventually see. And I would recommend that if you haven't heard one of my latest messages, Anointed to See, I talk about this principle of seeing in Scripture. Because what you behold, you become. So what you look for, you're going to see. And you are empowered to become what you constantly set your gaze upon. So when you look for things to enjoy, your life is full of joy. When you look at the day as just having to endure it, you'll go through that day miserable. You'll go through that day just trying to make it. We always hear that quote from people, oh, the struggle is real. No, with Jesus, the struggle has been broken. Jesus had our burdens placed on him so we can walk in a place of total freedom and victory so we don't have to live life enduring. We can live life enjoying. Number nine, final key. Here we go. Talk continually to the Holy Spirit. Your day can be a day of unbroken fellowship with God. God in action on the earth is Holy Spirit. He's a person. He's the third member of the Trinity. And he wants to have fellowship, conversation, relationship with us. And when you talk continually with him about your day, he'll talk back. So whatever task you have at hand, whatever you need to get done during the day, communicate fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Ask him about decisions you're needing to make. Ask him for wisdom. Ask him for favor. Ask for strength. Look at John 14, 13. Whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Whatever you have need of today, Holy Spirit is there to help walk you through it. Holy Spirit is there to give you the wisdom, the creativity, the fortitude, the strength, the vigor, vitality, and the complete victory for the day at hand. So stop hurrying through what I've called the garden of life. Take a moment today to celebrate where you are. Take a moment before each day begins and write out your plan for it. Concentrate on those tasks. Give your total attention to those tasks at hand. Drink deeply from the present moment. Stay sensitive to the schedules of others around you. Slow down when you have breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Thank God for his amazing provision in your life. Look for qualities you love in everyone around you. Look for things to enjoy, not to endure. And make sure you continue that fellowship and communication with Holy Spirit. 
It's one of the secrets for success in life. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Alex Meadows podcast. We would love to connect with you on social media at Rev Alex Meadows. If you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit alexmeadowsministries.com slash give. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, we hope you gain the faith you needed to walk in total victory.